Brian Breaker. You're a little whiny baby. Bane. Don't assume my gender. Friend since the seventh grade. Yeah. You're just a bitch with his phone. F*** you. Well, sort of. One professional wrestler and one rapper get together to talk movies, comics, video games, pro wrestling, and anything that makes you say, WTF. Let's not talk about Bane's ooze. Harry Potter erotica. Awesome in theory. Kind of a mess in practice. This is Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. Oh, yeah. Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Boy. Grab a monster, crack it open, let's go It's time that we start the show, no hesitation, oh no The most energetic podcast of all of the podcasts So when you listen to the show, you know that it kicks ass So when I smash on these cowards like Mario did to Bowser With the best thing you've encountered since suspenders on trousers To all the haters, say howdy, make a believer from doubters Put in the stake in the shower, break up and bitch, power, power Yeah, hello, uh, hello, hello Hello, hello Welcome to the show, uh, yeah, hello, 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 welcome to the show. Ladies and gentlemen, we are Rolling Sound is episode 410, Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. Of course, I am Brian Breaker, joining me as always, Big underscore Bane, rolling them switches. What's going on, man? Dude, not a whole lot. We got some wrestling talk this week. We've got some movie and TV talk. We're going to do a little bit of toy talk, of course. Jingle All the Way to Hell is coming up very, very soon. Oh, it happened by the time this dropped. Oh, it's well, then there you go. Yeah. So there, well, we got some stuff to talk about there. Then, yes, we? we do. Uh, the 90s Fad Tournament is... Uh, is in our finals. It's our final uh, final match. Uh, actually, I think the results of our final match this week. And then, of course, Crazy Sodas. It is December. We are discombobulated over here. We are making it happen. This is always the busiest time of the year, man. Yeah, we've been running around like chickens with our cocks cut off. Heads. I meant heads. Chickens with their heads cut off. That's all for this week, ladies and gentlemen. See you next time. PCC, all that good stuff. <laughs> You already named the episode with right, hey, there two we minutes. Go. There we go. There we go. Uh, no, it's what's full. So full disclosure: in December, we try to get everything kind of like preemptively done. Yep. And so, like, that we can take the last few, like, the last couple of weeks off, right? Usually, the week of Christmas and New yeah. Year's, we'll just not see each other, right? And so we um, we we try to do the Christmas episode, the New Year's episode, and then kind of like kick it off again in January. Yep. And um, just as a way to re- uh, for us to recharge our batteries, but. You're still getting content. I'll be honest, man. It's been, uh, we've had some busy, like it's, everything's happening at once. Yep. And it's, and it makes sense that we do that, but we're so busy in December. It makes it so much harder. It's, it seemed, it has seemed more difficult to get it done this year than it has in the past, like eight years that we've been doing this. Right. And so it's uh it's been a chaotic year so far. It has. And it's always like little things happening all at once, but mm-hmm. we are, we're here to make it happen. Um, so before we dive into anything, um, it is December. Have you been in the, cause me and you always talk about this every year. Uh, we always watch Christmas movies yeah. leading into Christmas. Have you been in Christmas movie mode yet? Dude, I, so I've watched a couple of Christmas movies, but I'll be honest. It has been damn hard trying to get into the Christmas spirit this year. 
Really? Yeah, L- I don't. Little bah humbug-ish? Uh, not, not bah humbug. I'm just kind of meh about the whole thing. I see. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I watched, uh, which we'll get into it later. I watched A Big Christmas last week. That was a great movie, but, like, I I, um, I haven't really yeah, dove went, in. You went to the classics yet, right? Yeah, I haven't really dove in like I usually do around this time. Because usually I'm, like, every day, like, hey, let's watch, you know, this. Hey, let's watch that. But I, mm-hmm. I just, I don't know. I've kind of been, meh. I see. I, I, think, I feel like there's, there's times where... That does happen. Where yeah. you're, I don't want to say your Christmas spirit, but it's just you're not feeling it, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I think and I'm still, like, stuck on Halloween mode, and I feel like that went went by way too fast. Sure. You know? Um, but uh, it it just feels like this this whole season has gone by just, like, in a flash. And Well, we're, I mean, let's be honest, man. We're not kids anymore. Right. Not, not that that's a big secret. Um, but... You know, you're about to be 36. I turned 36 a couple months yeah, ago. Yeah, old grandpa breaker over here. Yeah, you better believe it. Um, so Christmas as a kid, I felt like that was like the greatest time, right? Oh, yeah. When yeah. you're a kid, like gearing up to it. And then, you know, I would hear adults say, like, oh, it just goes by so fast. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're right. It's weird yeah. that, that it happens like that, but it does. Like, it just goes by so fast. Well, and also, too, I think when you're a kid, you, you build up that anticipation. You know what I mean? So yeah. it, like, it takes forever to get to that day. Whereas us, like the only anticipation is like getting it over with. So, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, but there's really no, nothing to look forward to other than, you know, getting to see the kids open their, their gifts. But dude, the kids are so much older now, like that. It's, it's not the same. It's not the same. Like, uh, the, the girl just wants us to take her shopping. You know what I mean? Yeah. She's like, if you guys see anything I might like, go ahead and get it. But like, other than that, there's like, whatever you guys are planning to spend, let's just go shopping. Mm-hmm. I'm like, hell Yeah. Right, you know, but uh, but at the same time, that does like that leaves that void almost on Christmas it, Day it, to a right. degree. Right, and so like what we're gonna do is we're just gonna go get her a few things that we think she might like, and then you know because we do have we always have a budget set aside for Christmas, and and so whatever's left over for her half of the budget, we're just gonna take her shopping. It's it's really it's very interesting because you know my nephew's seven, so we don't have too many magical Christmases left. Right, obviously, without saying too much, most people probably understand what I'm saying there, but. It's it's one of those things, you know, like for him, he still wants wrestlers. He yep. wants like my mom got him this big bat cave, which is amazing. I yeah. don't know if you saw a picture that I posted, but it looks incredible. And so we got him some Batman figures and things like that. And like my niece, for her, she's 11 now. So I'm like, so what do you want for Christmas? Money, makeup, yeah, gift cards. And I'm like, money and gift cards, no problem. I have no idea. Like I'll make up like where right. to even begin, you know, yeah. like that's so far beyond my ulti gift card. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's yeah. the best bet. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm, it's so far beyond my comprehension of even where to go. Yeah. And then she was like, Oh, do you want, I really want I'm like, what's that? She was, I want a Kylie Jenner makeup refrigerator. Oh, I actually know what those are. See, I didn't. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I had no idea. So I look up to $95. Yeah. And I'm like, you might want to pick again. That's a little much. She starts looking around online. She goes, oh, well, here, this is pretty much the same thing. It's like 30 bucks. It's just a little pink refrigerator. Yeah. It's the size of the ones that hold like six cans of soda. It's she, to keep some kind of makeup in. I can't, I can't remember what it is. And I'm like, yeah, really? Oh, if I get that, it'd be the greatest thing ever. I'm like, okay. I, I mean, I don't I don't care. Right. I'll get her wherever she wants. But I'm just like, man, that's weird. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like it's just so strange. Yeah, it's uh, it's wild. I mean, it, and the thing is, like the older they get, the more expensive the gifts get. And that's that's one of the uh, hard truths that I have found out because back in the day, you know, the boy, it was like 
Rubik's cubes and things like that, sure. DVDs and stuff like that. Now it's like I need this three hundred dollar mute for my trumpet. <laughs> and it's right. like what oh, <laughs> shit? Well, there goes your Christmas, bud. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's very very strange. And you know, I've noticed as an adult. So my sister and my mom are like, well, what do you want for Christmas? And I'm like, mm. t-shirts. I guess right. I, you know what I mean. I don't yeah. know what to ask for. Yeah. So. There's, I mean, there's, there's always things I want and it's only because I, I'm just too lazy to go buy them and I really don't need them. Yeah. But like, you know, uh, we were at Sam's just last week, which side note, I found this Reese's popcorn at Sam's like Reese's peanut butter popcorn. Yes. And what it is, it's like just uh buttered popcorn with uh chocolate and peanut butter drizzle, Dear but God it's like no. Reese's oh, F my life. That is the best damn popcorn I've ever had in my life. And, uh, I shouldn't shouldn't have got it because I'm dieting. But um, I was about to say, was it keto friendly? <laughs> it was not. It was not keto friendly. Sorry, soda. Yeah, but it's uh. So we we were there, and there was like a couple like a freaking kind of uh utility knife that I saw. I was like, oh, I like that. Like that's cool. And and then there was like a um like a skills. It's not a skill saw, like a jigsaw or something like that that I saw. I was like, that would be nice to have. Yeah. You know, cut some wood with it. Well, I got that new TV earlier this year, and my old TV stand was like. Made out of actually out of wooden pallets. Yeah. And it's small. And it fit my other TV fine. But mm-hmm. with this new one, it's up, up on the wall. And that thing is like real small. It just doesn't look right. Yeah. So I was like, well, maybe like a TV stand I can put underneath it and, you know, put pictures or DVDs, you know, shit like that. And you store it. Yeah. And uh, which, you know, DVDs, that's like a thing of the past. We've touched on that last week already. But and my mom's like, okay, I'm like what else? And I'm like, uh, like I. The thing that I, I like to collect is I do enjoy collecting. We'll get into it later. The chop shop figures from Jason Wolf. Oh, yeah. I'm like, you're not even going to have a clue as to how to get that. Right, <laughs> right? right. So I'm like, I don't even, you know, just give me money, I guess. Right. You know, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's just, it's it's weird how, how the Christmas seasons change, I guess, and how uh, how our views of it changes and stuff. But, yeah, it's wild. But anyway, we got some wrestling talk. What do you say we dive into it? Let's do it. Well, here I am again, talking a little pro wrestling while Breaker and Bay take a little break, cracking them, buying energies. Well, listen to me, you two sons of bitches. Get ready to talk wrestling. Stone Cold out. Oh, hell yeah. Thanks, Stone Cold. Shout out to Stone Cold. Big underscore Bam got a lot of news here right off the top. Johnny Gargano seemingly has said goodbye to NXT. Some people are unsure whether or not he actually did, or he, I mean, his contract has lapsed at this point. Mm-hmm. He worked war games, did his little goodbye on NXT TV. Um, man, that feels like, like the end of an era to a degree, seeing him go, kind of like one of the originators. Yep. Well, one of the guys that made NXT, uh, its own brand, what it became, yeah, yeah. yeah. Him, I feel like him and Tommaso Ciampa were the uh, the heart and soul of NXT, and for sure the last several years, yes. the heart and soul. And so, and also two guys that were like steadfast, like they were NXT guys. Yes. There was never a plan for them to go elsewhere. Um, seemingly, that's not the case. Now we don't know for sure. At least of, as of this recording, I mean, he could be on Dynamite tonight. Let's right. let's not. That's it is what it is, but. I don't know. They did leave it open for a return. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he was attacked by some guy who I don't even know, but uh, he, he they did leave it open for a return. He does have a baby coming, I think, in February. Yep. I mean, it could just be, hey, I'm going to take some time off. I don't know. It's hard to say. Without a contract in place, you never know. Um, what are your thoughts? What do you think he's doing? What's Johnny Gargano's next move? Uh, you know, I, I really don't know. I, I mean, I feel like 
WWE has, which it's it's really weird this coming out of my mouth, but I feel like WWE has actually treated him really well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they didn't try to get him to the main roster to bury him. You know what I mean? Like they kept him in NXT, and I I know NXT is a totally different breed than the main roster, but like him and Tommaso Ciampa both. I mean, they stayed at NXT and they were really well featured, and they just had a really amazing run in that company. And I, so I, it would be one of those things like it would be weird to see him jump ship. Um, but at the same time, like, you know, it, it could be one of those things where maybe he's just needing some time off, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but who knows? Maybe he is jumping ship. I mean, we don't know. Obviously, right. by the time this drops, there could, I mean, he could, he could have been there. Yeah. Be wrestling CM Punk. You never right. know. I mean, it, it is what it is. The trend seems to be that guys go to AEW. Yes. So it's not uncommon that that's kind of where our mind thinks. Right. And and again, I look at a Johnny Gargano, and I'm like, yeah, you'd fit in very well there. Yeah. But you've made this point, too. Like, Adam Cole was actually booked better in NXT than he has been in AEW. Yeah. That being said, I do feel like AEW certainly does have a slow burn. We'll get into that in a little bit. But... I don't know, man. Like, I, from what I gather, NXT or WWE in general made him a very strong offer to stay. Mm-hmm. They did the same with Adam Cole. Yep. So there was something about the AEW offer. I mean, his girlfriend's there. His friends are there. Right. So I'm sure the money is similar, maybe better. I don't know. But there's got to be something there. Like, so if you're Johnny Gargano, is that, like, what you're looking at? Like, is it the money? Is it? I don't know. You know, I, I mean, it, it could be. It could be. I mean, there. I, I part of me feels like there's a lot of negative connotations that go with being a WWE superstar. Yeah, and not not that it reflects on the individual, but it kind of reflects on the individual. You know what I mean? Like it's like, oh, you work for that company, Ugh. Mm-hmm. you know. Uh, and it's a uh, it's one of those things that's going to be hard for WWE to come back from that. Um, as far as a PR perspective goes, you know what I mean? They're not going to go under it all but like i i feel like maybe johnny gargano if he is jumping ship you know maybe that has something to do with it maybe i mean because aew is not exactly you know um it's 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 funny to say this because they're very much more of an adult wrestling league but like they are they cater to the audience that more appreciates them i think well and they're i feel like they don't do things that are politically driven like you know i mean they probably yeah. do but it's not like not as much as wwe we don't have to worry about blood money with aew you know what i mean like <laughs> which is such a weird phrase right but it's the truth we don't have, we don't have to think about that type of stuff with aew we don't have to like you know some sometimes in the back of my head, I think that WWE is ran like a mob or a mafia, and I feel like I probably wouldn't be too far off, other than the fact that they're probably not actually killing people. But like, you know, as far as we know, well, as far as we know, but like, I feel like AEW is ran, and it could be because it's so young. But like, I feel like it's ran obviously like a business, but more like closer to a family. Mm. You know what I mean? I agree with that, and. And I think that more than the money probably, you know, really appeals to a lot of these guys. Yeah, I mean, more fun and, right. and, and good money. I mean, it's kind of a no-brainer, right? Yeah, I mean. I mean, like, could, if you were offered, you know, your current salary to go work on a morning radio show. Right. Yes. No-brainer, right? Yes. I mean, it's it's like, okay. 
I mean, the only I think factor you would I would even think about in that re- regard would be, you know, is this a stable idea? You know what I mean? Like, is this right. like a long from a longevity standpoint? Will I be able to maintain this job? Yeah, because way better, right? I mean, just yeah. in, every, in, in all things, it's just yeah. like, oh, this is way better than what I'm doing right now. And I, I feel like with AEW, it's 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 a little bit easier to be like, okay, yeah. I'll do that because of the fact that everybody knows Tony Khan's got more money than Vince does. Right. And so it's like, well, he's not going to go out of business. <laughs> yeah. Seemingly. I do. You're a conspiracy theory guy. What do you think about this? Because I just thought about this. Someone had mentioned kind of a little something about it on Twitter, and I kind of brought this up myself. Pure speculation. What if Triple H is wanting to do his own wrestling company? I've thought about that. And... That's why everybody's leaving. Yeah. Because. Like he's wanting to leave and start his own thing. Well, that's why he maybe like, because all of a sudden all these names that are like seemingly triple H guys are all gone. Mm-hmm. That's odd to me. It's yeah. like you're taking all of his first round draft picks, but I mean, they just announced that they signed all these collegiate athletes. And I'm like, I understand it. Like the Gable Stevenson's and all those people. Like mm-hmm. I get it because long-term that could be a big deal, but he's a ways away from that. Yep. My theory is Triple H is encouraging people to leave mm-hmm. to come work for him in two to three years. Yeah. Or secretly, Triple H invested in AEW. I mean, that's possible, too. Yeah. I mean, and they said like he he at the very beginning was like, do not do not put my name out there. But yeah, I'll invest. Could be. <laughs> I mean, like he's seen this trend already you yeah. know and, and i mean like he's probably already seen little things happen where it's like oh my god because the interesting thing about it you know nxt aew both of them were the black and gold brand there for a little bit yeah i don't know but does that not seem somewhat likely it's very plausible i <clears throat> i actually because you get all these guys free and clear of a contract mm-hmm. and you kind of tell them on the dl like hey like, leave well, go, go do what you got to do yeah but then come back yeah i i I've, I've actually had the thought and mindset that um triple h eventually might leave the company anyway to start his own thing especially like once once it came to a head with vince and bruce just taking over nxt mm-hmm. which they can say what they want say they're not but they've taken over nxt it's a completely different show now um but like but, but that's exactly what you're going to say when you know people don't like that. Right. We didn't do that. Right. We would have never done that. Right. Like, of course. You yeah. Know? And so it's. To me, it'd be like if all of a sudden it's like Breaker Remains Power Hour presented by Podcast One. And it's not. I mean, it's us, but it's not the same show. Yeah. You know, now it's like, okay. And all we do is talk about romance novels. Right. And then yeah. it's all of a sudden we like, you know, and I'm going to tell you something, Big underscore Band. I would not be able to get to this podcast without Alpha Brain. Right. <laughs> Audit.com slash Brian Breaker, you yeah. know, or whatever. Yeah. Some bullshit commercial like that. It's when I think when you start throwing these little things out there, all of a sudden it pulls people away from what drew them in in the first place. Yeah. And, and yeah. And I mean, AEW, honestly, like they could fall down that same rabbit hole if. Mm-hmm. They're, they have it yet, but I mean, it, it could happen if the things change too much. Yeah, and and I'll be honest. I mean, there's it to me. I, I still feel like there's sometimes where I'm like, Ugh, they're kind of kind of doing some stuff. I, I'm not sure how I feel about it. Sure, you know what I mean. Uh, but they at the moment it seems like they're and it's funny because I kind of got on the train right after I spent about 
20 minutes a few weeks ago talking about how like they just do nothing for me. But like, it's kind of like almost right after that, I started seeing more things that I really enjoy, mm. you know? Um, well, wrestling's a three ring circus. Mick Foley made that statement. He's like, you may not like this, but this may be really good. Right. Not everything you're going to enjoy, but to me at the same time, I do enjoy the fact that they have and are developing a lot of young talent. Yeah. And WWE is kind of doing that, but to me, not the same. They, they do it, but they segregate it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you're not going to see Ola, uh, Braun breaker in the ring with edge. Right. Whereas you might see Dante Martin in there with Chris Jericho. Right. Well, yeah, that's a very good point. I mean, like look at edge is number one. When edge came back in 2020, granted, I mean, COVID and he got injured, all that stuff happened in between, but like you already know, like he's 46, 47. So father times working against him. Yeah. He's had to retire once he's on borrowed time. Yeah. So it's like, oh, let's make his first feud, Randy Orton. Yeah. And I'm not saying that it's not good. And it good. was a long feud. Right. But I'm not saying that that's not good, but it's like, we have literally seen this before. Yeah. Like, how do you not immediately think, like, Edge and AJ Styles? Like, they did Edge and Seth Rollins. That's great. Yeah. I think he did a pay-per-view match with Roman. Amazing. Yeah. Like, now he's working with The Miz, and I'm like, was anyone clamoring for the Edge and Miz? Right. I don't think so. Like, why aren't we doing stuff that's like, ooh, didn't see that coming. Like, Edge, that's, Give me Edge and Finn. Right. Like yeah, that would be that, hella cool. That's that's definitely different. I mean, there's I mean there's other guys too, like that you could do, but it's like you go back to like it's to, like when they did uh, Cena and Orton almost every pay per view. Yeah. It's like we've seen it. They've done multiple feuds. Yeah. Give us something else. Yeah. And I I I think with WWE sometimes we're just scared to try things. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's why they go back to old faithful. You know what yeah. I mean? Oh, yeah. You know, it's like, well, we know this is gonna draw money, let's do this. So they always go back to that. Their favorite restaurant, you yes, know, yeah. order the usual. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah. Uh, Jeff Hardy made some headlines this uh, this week. He was on tour. Uh, I think he was overseas, actually. Okay. In, in the UK and then just kind of, like, had an issue. I don't know. Like, apparently after the after he took some heat in the match, made a hot tag, and then just kind of disappeared. And Yeah. Like, never even returned to the post-match celebration. He, yeah. he was eventually sent home, in, when I think, when they were headed to Texas. My understanding he's doing okay now. Um, obviously, Jeff Hardy's had a lot of issues with drugs, so that's mm-hmm. immediately what we think. I don't know if that's the case here. Yeah, could have been injury. Could have been, you know, being. On, I mean, let's be honest. Jeff Hardy's never a guy that was that was into the road, right? Yes. And, and and that's not for everybody. And he went from basically being off of it for what over a year now to full steam ahead. Yeah, UK tour that would be hard for anybody. So it could be something like that. Yeah, I uh, I I don't know what's going on with the guy. Um, you know, whether it just be whether it is drugs or whether it's just some kind of illness he's dealing with, I hope that he gets better and I hope he gets back on track. And uh, I, I mean, I freaking love Jeff Hardy. Who doesn't? You know what yeah. I mean? Like, so it's I just it's sad to see him. Yeah, I, I hope I hope things get worked out and hope to see him uh, back in action soon. Definitely. So uh, I don't know. It just. I don't want to say disappointing. It's just sad. I don't like, I don't want this to be the Jeff Hardy legacy. Well, and I definitely don't want it to be the last time we see him. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, that's, so I hope it was just a, you know, food poisoning, bad night. Yeah. Tired of being on the road. Something like that. That's what I hope. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, Adam Cole made some news. Um, you sent me this little, uh, TikTok video mm-hmm. and they were kind of talking about, uh, you know, obviously his girlfriend's Britt Baker, who's doing very, very well for herself and in, yep. in AEW. And I guess uh, she was mentioned in a promo by MJF, 
Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, during his feud with CM Punk and uh, Adam Cole, uh, you know, I think there's kind of been like a little gaga with or gaga, whatever you want to call it, with uh, Tony Schiavone. Yeah, which is fun. Yeah, that, we're right. But uh, yeah, then we saw like series Adam Cole come out on MJF, so that's an interesting thing, right? Yeah, it, it was kind of like on this uh, over Skype interview. Yeah, and uh, you know where where you're kind of in character, but kind of not, you know. Sure. But he. Uh, it's like the Roman Reigns interview. Sure, yeah, and so he was like, "Yeah, if I ever, if I ever hear him say it again, I'm gonna punch him right in the mouth." No, yeah. you know, and and I, 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 I liked his his stance on like, well, everybody loves Brit, you know what I mean, and I just happen to be what, the guy right next to her. What's not to love? And right, he's right, you right. Know? And so I, I, I liked his stance. I liked his viewpoint. I, I just hope that they kind of lean into this a little bit more. And because uh, an MJF versus Adam Cole feud would be more amazing to me than MJF versus CM Punk, like because it's different. It well, it's it's it, well MJF and CM Punk is different too. Sure, but like it's um similar characters in a way. Yeah, but it's it's it would be really interesting to see kind of who would get the uh, the better of yeah. The, the exchange. It's also one of those feuds where I, I don't think we ever thought about. Right. Punk and MJF seems like that uh, was, that's a layup. I, I feel like that was probably one of the first things everybody thought about. Sure. Because we wanted to see, like, you know. Have you seen MJF's parents on Twitter? Uh, No. Dude, they are killing it on Twitter. Well, I, like, like, they'll post, like, I guess they come to a lot of shows, and they, they'll, like, post, like, a picture of him yeah. on a sign, and it's, like, a baby. Like, the last time our son wasn't an asshole. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> like, that is great. Like the fact yeah. that they play into it, I love it. Yeah, well, I I have I watched a I watched an interview with them last time they were at a at a show and they they were just talking about how how much of a jerk he was and how like they were like we're sorry we're sorry everybody yeah you know, it's like, we raised them right we don't know what happened yeah. I think I think it's great you yeah. know I think MJF is is really like to me if you're WWE that's the guy you need to get oh yeah but well you know his tough enough video is still on WWE's YouTube oh is it yeah his is uh. His interview or not interview his uh, audition audition yeah really yeah and uh, he actually it kind of cracks me up because he he was like he's like trips can I call you trips <laughs> talking about triple H he's like the question isn't if I'm tough enough it's are you if he, are you smart enough to realize your future's right in your face well obviously the answer to that right, was no right <laughs> and so it's like ooh I bet WWE is kicking their own ass right now for this one well and here's the thing I don't even think he was on the show I don't think he was yeah. yeah. I mean, here's the thing. They don't need MJF, but having him would be a huge asset to any company, obviously. I feel like they kind of do need him, you know? <laughs> now, yeah. Right. Now it's different. But here's the thing. If, if they did sign him, he went through tough enough. He, he wouldn't be MJF. No, he's yeah. not. Not like he is now. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's one of those interesting things where I feel like with WWE, you almost have to get over elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Then come in. It's like, well, now we'll use you because. At, at least to be yourself, you do. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I I look at guys like Dominic Dajakovac and and you know freaking T Bar, you know what I mean? Like is that his name now? T Bar. T Bar. Yeah. yeah, and it's like, oof. like what the hell happened? That sucks. Like, yeah, I mean, what the hell? That whole angle was awful. Yeah, slapjack. Yeah, and it's like that whole retribution faction is gone, but yet he's still T Bar. Yeah, and the other guy, um, the big the other big dude. Yeah, what I. Mace, Mace. That's that's. Are they a tag by. team now? I don't, I don't know if they're still a tag team or not, but they're both still Mace and T Bar. Yeah, you know, it's like I think all the other members have been released now. Have they? Yep, they have. Slapjack, and then like Reckoning. That was Mia Yim, right? Yep. 
than Mercedes Mercedes Martinez. I can't even remember her name. She was very short lived. She in that group got though. out of it though. Yeah, but that was another thing. It's like we know who these guys are. Why are you not like? Right. Why do we change their? Na- I don't know. Like, why are you changing or, their names? Or call them that until they unmask. Like, it's like now we know it's Dominic. You know what I mean? Like, let's not call him T Bar. We know that that's Mia Yim. Let's not call her Reckoning. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, settle down. Yeah. Not not good. Not good at all. But uh, yeah. Anyway, we got some uh, we got some movie and TV talk. Why do you say we dive into it here? Let's do it. This is Reckoning Bay up at the movies. Here. This is. I'll tell you what we got now. Uh, the uh, Well, Kevin Feige, Marvel Cinematic Universe, they've officially announced Charlie Cox is still reprising his role as Daredevil following the Netflix series. Nice. Yeah, so there's rumor that he's going to be in uh, the new Spider-Man film. Okay. They kind of teased that Spider-Man had a lawsuit, and everyone immediately thought, oh, well, Daredevil's his lawyer. Yeah. Right? And uh, they did that in the cartoon and stuff like that years ago. So that seems like the most likely. But even still, I'm glad to see that they're keeping him as the character. I hope uh, hope they do the same with the dude that plays the Punisher, because I liked him a lot, too. Yeah. I, I thought he was a great Punisher, although, I mean, I um, did like the original. Thomas Jane. Thomas yeah, Jane. Like, I thought. Dolph Lundgren. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, um, I, I feel like Thomas Jane would still be the best punisher but like he had the best look i felt like yeah he he really looked like the punisher to me i agree um but yeah i'm excited for that that'll be cool yeah i wonder what do you think they'll do a series a movie what do you think and also too like those were more the r-rated style which isn't disney but disney has said that they are going to do another deadpool do you think we see that whole r-rated mcu how's that go i you know i don't know i almost feel like maybe Disney Plus kind of has to do or or kind of change their format a little bit. You know, on Netflix and Hulu and a lot of other uh, streaming services, they'll have a regular version of the site, but then they'll have a kid's version. Yeah. I think maybe Disney might have to adjust. Maybe, because maybe, I've heard everything on Disney Plus, they keep it PG-13 or below. Right. So maybe they do like an, a red page and that's the r-rated page right and that's where your deadpools and daredevils and stuff maybe that's not visible unless you have like an adult account you know i don't feel like daredevil necessarily needs to be an r-rated feature though it maybe not but i really enjoyed the fact that it was so gritty sure yeah Um, and i i think i think it could benefit from continuing that way no i agree with that so we'll see what happens. Um, yeah. I hope Vincent D'Onofrio comes back as Kingpin. I thought he was amazing as Kingpin. He was a really good Kingpin, yeah. Yeah, he really was. Kingpin was always one of my favorite characters as a kid, and I don't really know why, because he was just a big, fat, bald guy. But yeah. I don't know, something about him, like, this guy's awesome. I really, and I can't remember his name, but the the one who played it in the Ben Affleck Daredevil movie. Michael Clark Duncan. I thought he was great, too. Obviously, he's passed away now, but like, yeah. I, I thought he was great at you know uh, Kingpin as well. He was a little scarier, because yeah. he wasn't really... Fat. He was just very thick. Power well, he lifter. Just, he was a monster dude. Yeah. He was a big old dude, and so I thought he he did a great job. And this this guy is a little, he's kind of shorter, if I remember right, in the series. Yeah. Um. Which uh, Kingpin's always been like a giant. You he's know? a big guy, but yeah, he's not as tall. Probably yeah. he's not like six four, six five. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, he's a big guy. So I'm 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 excited for it. I think it's great. Absolutely. Um, we just saw a trailer come out for the new series Peacemaker. I believe it comes out in January on mm-hmm. HBO Max. Yeah. 
Starring John Cena. First series, I believe. Um, yes. This is, of course, a spinoff of The Suicide Squad. I haven't actually seen The Suicide Squad yet, so I need to watch that. Um, HBO Max, I feel like, once they kind of took over the DC Universe streaming service, which was kind of the shits, let's be honest. Yep. Uh, but they got, you know, Titans and Doom Patrol and the Harley Quinn. I think there's another show on there maybe too. But Titans, Doom Patrol, Harley Quinn. Is there, I don't remember if there's another one. But, um, it might be. I don't know. Maybe something animated, but as far as live action, there's not too many. But now they have Peacemaker. Um, I think this is great. I think this is what HBO Max needs is more exclusive series. Well, and the great thing about this, I feel like this will be very similar in vain to um, to Doom Patrol, whereas it's like it's got action, but it's also got a lot of comedy elements. Yeah. And uh, Peacemaker in the movie was probably the funniest character in that movie. John Cena absolutely killed that character. And so uh, I'm excited for this show. I, I hope that uh, I hope that it does really good. I think again, Peacemaker is just a ridiculous character. Um, you you got to watch the movie, man. I will. It's, he's just, you know, the movie. It, it it's not the greatest film of all time, but like it's fun. It's yeah. what a superhero movie should be. Sure. And so I think you'll really enjoy it. Um, but yeah, I'm 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 looking forward to that series. I think it's great. I think it's it's good for him because this might be something that goes for a little while. You know, yeah. if he's so good at the character, which you say he is, steady income. Yeah. Well, I mean, a couple of seasons of that, I think yep. it'd be awesome. I, and like I said, I hope we get more HBO Max DC series. Yeah. I haven't. I watched a little bit of Titans um, when it was on DC Universe, but again, I hated that app. And then I kind of, you know, it, it ended up on Vudu, so I thought I'll buy it on Vudu. But I'm like, well, I don't know. And then Doom Patrol came out. I never watched that. I've heard that's great too. Yeah, it's great. So I, I want I want to catch up on all this stuff now. I've kind of I've kind of fallen off of the new season because I believe there's a new season of Titans and there's also a new season of Doom Patrol. Is it not, Red Hood in it? New Red Hood. I got I got really kind of annoyed at that because the whole trailer for that new season of Titans was it looked like they were playing out the Joker. Uh, Joker killing Jason Todd, turning him into Red Hood. Sure. Well, that was literally just a blip in the first episode, and then all of a sudden we got Red Hood. And I'm like, well, shit, I wanted that story to play out. Like, I wanted to yeah. see how y'all did it. So that that kind of sucked, and it kind of took me out, but I'd like to get back into that. Doom Patrol is just such I, – I feel like Doom Patrol, as good as it is, it's a very ADD show. Like, I feel like yeah. whoever wrote it is ADHD. And, um, so like, it's kind of hard for me to like keep on track with that show, but they're, I mean, they're both really good. Um, but yeah, I, dude, I hope there's more. I would love for them to bring back swamp thing. Yeah. You I know, think so. I mean, there's, That'd be awesome. there's a lot of shows I'd like them. I, I hope I can't, I hope Harley Quinn comes back. I think it's supposed to, but I, I haven't, haven't heard for sure. Yeah. I haven't either. I think that would be, that would be awesome though. Uh, HBO max also too, I feel like is a streaming service. I don't use as much. I forget about it sometimes. Yeah. And, uh, but there was a, I you know, was scrolling through it looking for, you know, I talked about Christmas movies earlier. So I'm always looking through all the services, like let's see what Christmas movies they have. Mm -hmm. So on and so forth. Well, I came across uh, one on HBO max. It was a HBO max original. It was new this year. Eight bit Christmas. Yeah. We've talked about it before. Um, thought, oh, that might be kind of fun. Eight bit. I mean, as soon as I hear eight bit, I think Nintendo. So yeah. don't really know what it's about. So we start watching it and I know you've seen it as well. More or less, it's a kid who, well, he's grown up now. It's Neil Patrick Harris as an adult telling his daughter about the Christmas where he was try he wanted a Nintendo. Yes, because it was 1988, huge. You know, everyone wanted a Nintendo. 
And, you know, I was born late 85. You were born early 86. We, I don't ever remember that. I remember getting the Nintendo, mm-hmm. but I don't remember all the craze, I guess. Yeah. Because we probably got ours, I would say. I was five, so it was probably 90. So it had been out for a little bit. Yeah. And um, just watching this movie, like, it was like, I was like, this is really fun. But then, like, once I finally finished it, I was like, my God, that was excellent. Yes. And, you know, I was telling you about this. I was like, I feel like with Christmas movies, me and you, me and you your, our lists are very similar as far as, like, ones that we like. Few departures, but for the most part, it's all kind of the same ones. And I feel like this movie may have cracked my top ten. And there hasn't been a Christmas movie in a long time that's come close to that. Because I feel yeah. like they've been lacking lately. I think Christmas Chronicles, the the first one was like the last one that I thought got bumped into the top ten yeah. for me. And that was like one of the, because I was like, wow, that was really good. Mm-hmm. And, of course, that's on Netflix. It's about three years old now, but it's a great film. Yep. They have a sequel. But, you know, a lot of the Christmas movies, if you go through, you know, Netflix, Disney Plus, all the, it's a, it's a lot of the, the rom-coms, which is fine. You know, those are those are fine. But very few are just like, wow, they really like, to me, like I, I look at a Christmas movie, like I want it to be a comedy, but I also want like those feel good moments. Mm-hmm. And this really delivered that very well, very, very well. Yeah. Yeah. I thought, I thought that movie, it, it, to me, if you haven't seen it yet, this is what I equate it to. It's, it's a nice blend of a Christmas story mm-hmm. and the princess bride. Where the Princess Bride, a little bit of Goonies thrown in, yeah, and the the Princess Bride, they go back to you know to telling the story, you know, it's the narrator, and then you cut cut back to them playing Nintendo or whatever, you know, kind of similar to how like you know Grandpa was telling the story to the boy in his bed, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's it's got a it's got some some uh, mix mixtures between those movies. So if you haven't checked it out, you really should. It's pretty damn good. Um, Netflix has another movie that just came out this year called uh, A Boy Named Christmas. I believe. Oh yeah, how's that? Really good. It's, I don't think it's comedy. I mean, I feel like there was. I've a couple, seen it on there. I haven't watched it. I feel like there was a couple moments where I might have laughed, but like I, I don't feel like it was labeled as a comedy. Um, but it's just a, it's a really damn good story, and um, it's it's basically the origin story of Santa Claus, mm. and so it's um it's a it's a really fascinating little movie, and uh, it's kind it's kind of the same vein as Princess Bride, where it's like you know Grandma's telling the story to to her kids. You yeah, know yeah. what I mean? Like so, it's um it's a it's, Interesting little movie. If you haven't seen that, I'll definitely check it out. Yeah, I, I also watched Home Sweet Home Alone. Have you had a chance to check that one out yet? I haven't watched that one. You, what do you think? Are you going to? I probably will, but it's not really on the list. You know what I mean? Like, it, I'll be honest. Like, it got a lot of negative like comments. So because of that, I had zero expectation. I love Ellie Kemper. Yeah, she um, was great. Yeah, um, it was actually better than I thought. Yeah, in my opinion, like for for what it was like. To me, it's like they took elements of Home Alone mm-hmm. and basically morphed them into this new story, but it's not the same story. Yeah. It's slightly different. But, I mean, for what it was, I was like, oh, that's fun. You know, I mean, is it – I'll be honest. I don't think I ever saw Home Alone 4. Yeah. It was a straight-to-DVD. I didn't watch that. I, I, I remember seeing Home Alone 3 once. I don't remember anything about it. Those, to me, they aren't canon to Home Alone. It's Home yeah. Alone 1, Home Alone 2. This is like – that's probably better than those last two, but is it as good as the original two? Of course not. But yeah. it had fun moments, you know. So like, to me, that's I, it. Is it going to win an award? No, but I didn't expect it to when I when I turned it on. So yeah, I was entertained, and that's all I asked for. 
Yeah, and that's that's uh, what makes a decent Christmas movie is entertainment. Exactly. So check out 8-Bit Christmas if you have it. I, I can't put that movie over enough. I love it. Also, uh, we got a little bit of toy talk. What do you say we dive into it here? Let's do it. <clears throat> here we go. Open the box. It's the part of the show. We'll break your remain. Do a bit of toy talk. All right. A little bit of toy talk. So this week, I didn't really have anything new to talk about. So obviously, as we get into December... It kind of makes it a little harder because not a lot of announcements are happening before Christmas. Yep. But I want to touch on this. You are a member now of uh, the Wolf Club. Yes. Wolf Chop Shop. You joined up a, a little while ago. Um, lock my microphone cord down. A new um, newsletter is coming out with a bunch of new stuff. Um, he has announced that we can't say it on here publicly, but he announced what the December figure will be, which is kind of a, a omission from the original Hasbro line, which I think is always fun. Mm-hmm. What do you like? What are your thoughts when you see all the stuff that he's making on that? Because he has a Twitter account that's private, right? We're able to see everything. I so from your perspective, I mean, I know you're not really buying them, you're not really collecting them, but you get to see everything now. What's what's that like? I personally love it. You know what I mean? Like I, it's it's. You know, again, like I'm not like collecting a whole lot and he knows that, but like, I, I just, I love being able to see the process and yeah. and the figures that he is, he's coming out with and has came out with are just, my God, they're amazing. Well, and again, not to give away too much, but like he's shown off some unpainted heads and stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, damn, I know exactly who that is. That's not even painted. Like that's yeah. really good. And he has ventured into 3d sculpting and you know kind of coming up with his original parts it's it's really cool to see how his process has grown yeah over the last couple of years that he's been doing this um i don't know man custom figures is kind of an interesting thing but i also find it fun in the in the uh, aspect of like it's never really over like there's no like com- you never know when the collection's complete because he can always come up with new stuff yeah and i think that that's really cool that because i think in his mind he's like okay i'm gonna plug in guys that you didn't have in your like Zeus was the first one he made like over a year ago. And it's like, yeah, yeah we never got a Hasbro Zeus and we should have. Right. Cause he, he belonged in that line, but it's really cool that like, you can now have that Zeus next year, Hulk Hogan or, you know, or, or with your macho man, if you want. And, and it's like, you can kind of recreate those classic moments. I think it's, I think it's really cool. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I do think it is. Um, do you have any, do you have any, I'm sure he's asked a million times, but do you have any wishes that he hasn't filled yet? Yeah, there's a few. And, and he's talked about them. Like yeah. I know, uh, there's a some guys that I know that never were made. Uh, Haku, comes oh yeah, to mind. that would I mean, be a great. We, we one. never got a Hasbro Haku, which is just kind of odd to me. Mm-hmm. I don't know why we didn't. Um, Barbarian. I always like the Barbarian. He has actually made Powers of Pain Barbarian, but I always like the one with the antlers. Yeah, and like the the fur and stuff. I thought that was a fun version of Barbarian. I'd like to see that at some point. Um, he's done Surfer Sting. He's done Vader. I'd like to see more WCW guys. Yeah, I think that would be really cool. Um, and then, you know, some of the ones that he could probably do that are, that are like simple, like I like to see Oz. Oh yeah. Yeah. That would be fun. Like I, and I'm, and I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of goofy gimmicks. I'll admit it. I always, always have been. So there's a lot of things I'd like to see, but then he's also done, like he did that new Jake, the snake, which was kind of an update from the original Hasbro Jake, the snake. Yeah. He's done the same with the honky tonk, man. I think that's really cool where it's like, okay, it's different versions of that. Yeah. I know he's teased that maybe a different version of Ravishing Recruit. I think oh, that yeah. would I think that would be really That'd fun. That'd be awesome. So um I don't know. Like I think pretty much the sky's the limit. It's pretty much whatever he can come up with. And I yeah. think that's what's really cool. Absolutely. Um what about you? Like if you're gonna talk in eras, because he's asked us that before, like because he did Damien Demento, which is like ninety three. It's right at the end of the Hasbro run. Yeah. Maybe not for everybody. 
But then he's done like you know who we got coming now is more of an eighty nine ninety character. Yep. yep. So for you, like, it, it, what would be like the era that you would enjoy the most that he would if he focused on that? I I would be really into like the ninety five ninety six the the really crappy gimmicks. You know what I mean? Like sure. I. I would love to see like Mantar. You know what I mean? Like I, those are the ones I like Duke the Dumpster Drosy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like those are the guys that I would like to see just because that to me would be. Well, he did who? And that one was like, wow. Yeah. Amazing. You yeah. Know, it's just like what? Like what the hell? You know? Right. I'm, I'm all I'm all about the silly gimmicks. And then, um, you know, um, I've, I've missed out and I know he's done them. Uh, but the hawk and animal, you know what I mm-hmm. mean? Like I, I, I would have loved to have gotten those when he had those. Yeah, you know. Um, so there, the, there's been some in the past that I've missed out on. That I'm like, damn, you know. Well, and you know that's the cool thing about the club is every newsletter he puts a little uh, order sheet on the back. Yep. And he even announced what it's going to be, which well, not what it's going to be, but like clues as to what it's going to be. And so I, I missed hawk and animal the first time, but then he. And did the newsletter and they were on there and I'm like, Oh, awesome. So yeah. I was able to able to get them from that. So I think that's really cool. Hopefully he does. He continues that with the reissues and adds people that we, that we missed out on or didn't get. Cause absolutely. You know, I think it's, I think what he's doing is really, really cool. And you know, they're all one of a kind pieces uh, the, to me, this is a lot more fun to collect than, uh, than the high priced manufactured Hasbro's and I'm mm-hmm. not trying to knock anyone's business model, but I, I feel like there's a lot more personal touch here. Well, there is cause they're all individually hand painted. Right. So when you, when you say one of a kind, you for sure mean it because there are going to be slight differences on every single one of those. Right. And so that's, that's to me is what's like the amazing thing. I mean, it's not, it's oh, not, yeah. a, it's not a machine painting them. You know what I mean? It's, well, it's and, Jason. Well, and he's talked to me like, well, you know, what about, this guy or that guy because maybe this company's doing them or that and i'm like yours are different though like right i think you should make everybody doesn't matter who's making them or what like you know mattel's doing a new mr t yeah so if he wants to do a mr t i'll still get it because i'd rather get his than mattel's right and that's just because i a i'm supporting small business and i'm always about that and then you know his will be different yeah and so i think that that's like I would love to see him do Mr. T like in the boxing gear. Oh like, yeah, WrestleMania too. Like that would be awesome. Like yeah. I know Mattel did an elite like that, but there was there's a Hasbro like that. So right. I don't know. I think stuff like that's really cool. So yeah, I'm all about it, man. I th- I feel like his uh, he's just scratching the surface of, of as far as what he can do, and he's probably going to start to get even better and better at that. And I I dig it, man. I think it's awesome. Absolutely. So very cool stuff. So check out uh check out old at Art of Jason Wolf. And uh, if you want to get on the chop shop, hit him up. Do it. Uh Jingle All the Way to Hell 2 took place yesterday as we talk here. And uh boy, it was uh it was it's not Bane's night, was it? No, it wasn't, Breaker. Um Have you ever have you ever had, you know, a child that came from your loins and you raised that child and you, and you taught it all the, all the good things that you know in life. And then someone comes along and just rips it from out of your carriage and says, that's my baby. That's not your baby. That's my baby. Has that ever happened to you breaker? No, it because that's what happened to me this past Saturday. At, J- at Jingle All the Way to Hell 2. And I'm I'm just... I mean, hey, 
don't don't throw the blame on anybody else because you could have you I, know manned up and been a co-owner, but you chose not to. I wasn't. Your, I, your corruption got the best of you. No, no, that is not. No, that is not what happened. Um, you made a terrible mistake in making Bill Benus fifty percent owner. Yeah, I tried to rectify that by making making myself one hundred percent owner after he challenged me. Yeah, because you had to, you know, buy into your corruption. It's not. It's not about buy. It's about. It's about doing what's right for the company. Okay. And you selling your shares to Bill Venus was not was not right for the company. And frankly, I I already have to work with him at No Holds Barred. I can't work with him at PHPW Breaker. You, you don't have a choice now because you you lost and you don't know. I'm con- I'm contractually obliged, yes, to be at No Holds Barred. Yes, I'm aware. But also at PHPW, you have uh, zero power. Correct. You have zero control. Basically, you're just another peon employee. Yeah. Well. Maybe, maybe, so maybe now, not like for when, long. You, when you when you decide to cut in line and catering, like, hey, I'm the big chief. I'm like, no, yeah, you know, hit the caboose there. Maybe, maybe I, maybe I just take my ball and go home, breaker. Maybe that's what I do. Are you allowed to do that? I, whether I'm allowed to or not, maybe that's just what I do. Maybe, maybe I just we, maybe we need to talk to Bill Benus then. Well, I'm just he can't boss, he can't boss man Benus he can't force me to show up. What he you can't. Have, you have a contract though, don't you? Yeah, but he can't force me. Would that be breach of contract? He can breach these nuts, Breaker. Sounded a lot weirder than I thought it was going to. <laughs> but I'm not worried about no contract, okay? Well, let me uh, let me send him a text real quick. I don't. You can send him whatever text you want. I, I, I'm, going I'm to. not. I, I'm not going to show up to an adrenaline. I'm not going to show up to a pay per view. I'm just not going to do it. Okay, I just sent a text. I said, you know, Bane's refusing to participate in anything PHPW anymore. Yeah, that's. Okay, he's got one back. Uh, he's contractually obligated. So? I just won't be there. Sue me. All right, I'll text him. Won't be there. He says sue him. Okay, it's sent. Good. Yeah. That's got to reply. Okay. I will. Good. So he's going to sue you. Good. I'll call up my lawyer. What's your What's your lawyer's name? Don't worry about it. Don't worry about my lawyer's name. Okay. Well, we possibly have a lawsuit in our hands, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not, I'm not worried about. I'm not worried about no stinking Bill Benus. He doesn't. He doesn't. No, it's not. I'm not worried. Well, I, I'm, I'm just saying it. you're in breach of contract. I'm not going to show. I'm not going to show up. I'm just not going to show up. What if he has you arrested? You can't have me arrested for not being somewhere. I didn't commit a crime. That's not a crime. That's breach of contract. It's, it's not crime a crime against Bill Benus. Yeah, Bill, again, <laughs> Bill Benus can suck it. Yeah, I'm not worried about Bill Benus, but you know what? Fine. Ah, so I what will does this mean for you and PHPW? Are you just are you just, are you just done? Are you quitting? I'm done. I'm you done. Quit? I'm done. I'm done. You know, unless unless there's a unless there's a way I can get my company back, I'm done. I'm just done. Well, I mean, I guess you could challenge him. Yeah, for 100. I don't know why he would why he would even take that. That's bet. the thing. He won't. He has nothing to he has nothing to gain by beating you. Yeah. again for the third time. He won't. I mean, he beat you before, right? But here, you know what? I've got, I've got, I've got a plan. Oh, do you? Yeah, but I'm not telling you the plan. You don't have to tell me the plan because I all of a sudden you're buddy buddy with Bill Benus. The, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. You became so corrupt, I had to do something. We formed an alliance. 
let's 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 go I over. I asked Bill. I said, "Do you want to form an alliance?" And he said, "Absolutely, I do." Is that why his hair is blonde? Well, but I mean, that's not doesn't really matter. But I mean, I'm just saying, we formed an alliance. I would like to go over. He had a contingency plan. Like, to, other than I taped him in a box. Other than my match that happened. I'd like to go over a couple of the events that also happened at Jingle All the Way to Hell, just with him in 50% control. Sure. Pyro was in a championship match. It was a battle royal. But it was a championship match. Sure. He did eliminate one guy, I believe. Also, Ricky the Roper Rex was in a championship match. He won. Yeah, he's the new diehard champion. He beat Aaron Anders. Ricky the Roper. Waiting on an opportunity from Big Underscore Bane. Guess what? It never happened. Bill Benis came in, made it right. The Pit Crew defended their titles against who? The Potpourri Crew. 50% control, they and he win. made three championship matches with his guys. Well, what and you're worried he, about my corruption? What did you think he was going to do, Bane? How do you not see the difference here, Raker? Between my my business tactics. You know why? Here's why. Because Bill didn't get personally involved. This he didn't, is all personally involved, Breaker. He didn't throw people off a truck. He gave Not opportunities. Yet. He gave opportunities. To his friends. Guys that never had title matches. I don't disagree with Guys you. that never deserved. The Potpourri crew have never even had a match in PHPW. And whose fault's that? They, they're not contracted. Well, they are now. He signed them. By the way, Jim and Carl, welcome to the team. My God. So here's my point. I consulted with Bill, and I I agreed that these guys should have uh, should have some opportunities. Well, so Ricky the Roper got an opportunity. Here's the thing: like you can sit there and be like, oh, what does he deserve an opportunity? He freaking won. He beat Aaron Anders. Aaron Anders was an amazing champion. But we have a new uh, diehard champion, and it's a Ricky the Roper. I can tell you this, Breaker, and as a, um, I'm not going to say a friend, but as a guy I've known since the seventh grade, don't go down with the ship. All right, Breaker? Don't go down with the ship. You understand me? Like when you lost everything? Are we talking about? No, I mean, like, the ship's a sinking. I don't think that it is. Don't go down with the ship. I don't think that it is. Because the captain of the ship now you know, is is not not aware that it's going down, but it's it's going down. And you might you you might need to grab one of those uh, little little blow up lifeboats and just 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 float away, just float away, breaker. That's exactly what someone would say if they just lost everything. I'm just saying. So far, Bill has treated me with the utmost respect. Even though we've had bad blood in the past, we've came over that. Everything's good. And uh, you know what? I'm happy with uh, the direction PHPW is rolling in. You know why? You want to know why? Because you're not in charge, and that makes me happy. Good. All, all I got to say is best of luck in your uh, endeavors at PHPW. Yeah, best of yeah. luck uh, not being there because yeah. you're going to get fired. And Well, you already were fired. Well, you weren't fired. You no. quit, and no, now you're going to lose everything in your lawsuit. I quit, yep. Because you're a breach of contract. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go start my own wrestling company. It's going to be called the Bigger and Score Bane Wrestling Company. Oh, is it? That'll show them. No, that will show them. Very, very creative. But anyway, <laughs> Drew Vinsel also 
had his match. Tier one. Yeah. Yeah. Another match that shouldn't have happened. Um, no. Tier one. He beat GBM fair and square. No more contenders match. Okay. How, how we're supposed to do it around okay. here. And now he's your new champion. But the thing is, time, is, is two, tier one shouldn't tier have Tier one, two time. Tier one shouldn't have ever even had that opportunity last month. Why? Because he lost the tier one Fatality Tower Tournament. That's that's exactly the whole purpose of that was to say if you won this tournament, you can get a shot at the title. He lost in that tower. But then he had a number of contenders match a couple months later. I don't. But see he shouldn't have had that. Why not? Because he lost the t- the the whole thing was about if you lose that you don't get a title match. And then some- he beat you in the end. But he lost before me. That match wasn't... You used your power to make that match. I did, yeah. Because I didn't like your corruption. My God. This this whole this whole thing has just... I don't know. I don't even know anymore, Breaker. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll, here's what I do know. Um, you were the worst boss in the history of anything in the world. And now Bill Benis is in charge. 100% owner. Why don't, why don't you say that to Ethan Chambers, who's one half of the tag team champions? Me and him have 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 rubbed each other the wrong way, and he's still tag team champion. Okay, he is, and you know why? I gave him opportunity, and that's and why Bill gave the Potpourri Crew an opportunity. But you know what? When they won, when Ethan and um, and Soda won, Bill congratulated them. Here, here's the thing: no corruption. Just because I don't like a guy does not mean that I will not give him opportunity. Let me tell you something. If I were to show up at PHPW as a competitor, I think Bill would give me opportunity. No, well, we he wouldn't. We don't know that he, for sure. I know you're it. Quitting. I know it. You're a quitter. I know you're it. You're a quitter. Uh, maybe I am, but I know he won't because that's then the way Bill operates. It. Then prove it. Show up. No. Nope. We need. I think, honestly, we need to get Bill Benis here, and we need to talk to him about well, all may, this. Maybe you should just, you know... It should be just, you know, Breaker and Bill's Power Hour. How about that? Are you just going to quit the podcast? Maybe, maybe I'll just quit everything. Okay, fine. Quitter. And I'll just I'll just start my own podcast, start my own wrestling. I'll just do it all by myself. Good. I think it's probably for the best. See, I can see who my real friends are. Yeah, yeah, you will. You definitely will. But uh, PHPW Jingle All the Way to Hell 2 is available now on YouTube. It's streaming. So uh, if you missed the premiere, check out the replay. It was quite the event and uh, wraps up 2021 for us there. Yeah. And so um, we haven't really talked about this, but we are going to kind of take a break from PHPW, like legit. Um, it's a. Uh, it's kind of one of those things where it's it's a lot of work. It's a, da- it's a daunting task. And so what we're going to start doing is we're going to take a break from it. And the, the plan is uh, seasons. And um, just, I mean, obviously we, we have our fun with it, but this is kind of like the official season finale, I guess. Yes. And then, so you can call this the end of season one. <laughs> we switched on a nine there, didn't we? <laughs> yes. But we almost kind of had to. Yeah. So I, I think the plan is um, now moving forward is maybe like a summer to December, like a six month schedule and then yep. take a break and then return, which will help keep things fresh and. You know, and so and be able to tell a, a long term story for six months, right? And so, um, so there, there's a lot of things about that that you know we're gonna have to figure out, but like, and also, too, it's one of those things where maybe like with that, we can record in the off season, and that yeah. way, when it's rolling, we're not worried about recording it 
And then maybe next Christmas, we don't have to worry about getting shit done yeah. a week before it drops. <laughs> right. Yeah. Because, it's again, it's been a daunting task to try to get all that done. So yes. that's, that's kind of the plan moving forward. So, And this is also a thing, if you have not caught up on all the pay-per-views, this is a chance to do that. Yep. So, uh, And, of course, all the adrenalines are still on, uh, on, on our Patreon. Of course, those will kick back up once the season starts back up, which we're not sure. Probably June or July, I would imagine. I, th- so, I feel like... July, because that would be the seventh month, so that would give us, you know, a solid six months. Yeah, you know, and and there's some things like I I would like to bring back, but we're gonna have to figure out a way to reincorporate them. You know, like the we have the we had the resolution royale last Jan last January that I really right. I really enjoyed the uh, the idea of the four battle royals, almost like a World War Three scenario. Oh yeah, those um, were so much fun. That that to me was fun. So I'd like to reincorporate that somehow. So there, but you know, we'll just have to rename it and things like that. So, but there's things that I liked. Um, I like the fatality tournament, you know, I mean, it's mm-hmm. kind of like our own little King of the ring. I think shit like that's cool, but like, yeah, uh, just kind of have to re reconfigure everything, so to speak. Right. So that's kind of what we're, we're looking at for, uh, for 2022. So should be, uh, should be fun, man. Absolutely. Um, our nineties fad tournament is officially, wow, this is shocking we went to our finals um we'll kind of i'll kind of go through the tournament here and then we'll uh, announce the the winner in our finals which i'll be honest is not what i was expecting I, so i think i know who it is because i think i saw the, the results and it was like pretty shocking it was pretty shocking so we started off with jinko jeans and gigapets mm-hmm. two very fun things gigapets are actually still around i don't know if you know that i had no idea i feel like i've seen them before yeah uh, jinko jeans won we did the Macarena dance and Yikes Pencils. Yikes Pencils moved ahead. The fact that the Macarena dance got eliminated that early just really just saddens me. Well, you know, it is what it is. Uh, we had Furby and Beanie Babies. Beanie Babies pulled out the win. Not really shocking. No. Uh, Goosebumps and Pogs. This one I really wasn't sure. Goosebumps got the win, which was like, eh, okay. Goosebumps did, I feel like, live on, and they're still good to this day. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's a fad, but they're still a thing. Yeah. So it kind of makes sense. Uh, Jinko jeans went up against yikes pencils. Uh, again, I love yikes pencils, but it made sense that Jinko won. We had beanie babies and goosebumps again, was kind of a hard one to choose goosebumps. Once again, pulled out the win. So that leads us to our finals of Jinko jeans and goosebumps and big underscore Bane final results. 95% to 5% goosebumps one wins. Yes. That's nineties fat. I was shocked. It was that big of a margin. Well, when I saw it, uh, it wasn't done yet, but it already had quite a few votes, and it was at 100% goosebumps. So somebody must have voted a couple of times for Jinko jeans. Must have, must have. It was crazy. I didn't expect it to go that that quickly, but uh, there it is. Jinko yeah. wins. So uh, we have a crazy soda. Are you ready to dive into? We have like what two left? I think. Yeah. So, um, are you ready for your trivia question? Yeah. Okay. Who did Rowdy Roddy Piper wrestle at WrestleMania 6? A, adorable Adrian Adonis. B, the million-dollar man Ted DiBiase. C, Bad News Brown. D, the American Dream, Dusty Rhodes. Hmm. Man. I feel like I'm wrong about this, but I'm going to go with Bad News Brown. You are actually correct. Okay, cool. That was the controversial match where Piper had half of his body painted Yeah, blood. I wasn't sure if that was actually WrestleMania, if that was like a SummerSlam or something. It was WrestleMania, okay. and uh, boy, do we pick a winner today. Barf Soda. Barf Soda. Oh, God. Barf Soda. I uh, You got the question right, so that means I get to go first. Good luck. 
We've had this before, but I mean, it's barf soda, man. And it doesn't even tell you what it tastes like. It doesn't. Down the hatch. It's got a citrusy tits smell. You say tits? <laughs> tits. <laughs> it tastes like peach. Okay. To me. It kind of looks like peach. Would make sense. Peach has an interesting uh, taste to it. An acidic taste. It's hard to pinpoint though, isn't it? Yeah, it's um, it's it's got it's got kind of an orange flavor in there too. Yeah, maybe a citrusy orange peach yeah. flavor. Yeah, it's actually not bad though. It's not terrible. That's probably my least favorite of the good ones we've had. Yeah, it's not as good as dirt was. Dirt was pretty yeah, good. I re- I really like dirt. Um. I was actually a fan of grass soda too. Yep. Um, but yeah, it's okay. See, Mike the Cleaner got him some crazy sodas. I did. Yeah, he was asking me how they were because I guess he's going to try them on Christmas Eve. And I was like, well, bacon wasn't good. I do remember that. I don't remember what it tastes like. I'm it tastes sure it's like just, burnt bacon. I okay. Right. Yeah. He had birthday cake. I remember that one being okay. See, I don't had, remember that. He had one apple pie. I don't remember that. I feel like we've had that before. We have. But I don't remember. I'm sure it tasted great. Peanut butter and jelly was one. See, I don't remember how that tasted too. I do remember distinctly being able to taste the peanut butter and the jelly and being like, that's so weird that they got that yeah. right. You know, it's weird how they do it. Yeah. It's great stuff. Well, this wraps up this edition of a breaker inmates power hour. Of course, give a, a follow, a listen, whatever you can to all of our podcasting buddies. Of course, we got fully posable, the wrestling figure podcast over there with Jeff and Scott. And of course, Scott's side project, drunk wrestling history. Mm-hmm. We had doing the favor with Eric and Barry, which I guess they got a new episode up this week. Um, I'm glad to see that. Yes, me too. I'm glad that they're back and, and rolling, making it happen. Yeah. At the Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast with Steve and Eric. Steve was actually a guest this week on You Know It's Fake, right? Yes, he was. Really fun guy to talk with. Um, the Ringside Rant with RJ. The Leisure and Lariats Podcast with Ruthless Ryan Davidson. Boot to the face, tales from the estate with our our pal Drew Vinsel and his wife Caitlin is another go to for both of us. Absolutely love that show. Wreck my podcast with Jordan Zeilinger and his pals over there. The trivia with Buds podcast with one and only Ryan Buds. Howling with the Wolf with the one and only Jason Wolf, and we talked about his chop shop earlier. Some great stuff there. So um, oh, yeah. And what's always cool is anytime, you know, me or Drew Vinsel or whoever ends up getting something new, we always post it. So that might be sometimes the first place you can see it, even though he's been working on it for a month or two. So some really cool stuff there. And then uh, pulling up a chair with our buddy Tim over at a chair shot. Catching up with Aaron and Daniel with our buddy Aaron Anders, the former diehard champion. And uh, Night of the Nerdy Laser podcast with our buddy Richard and his friend Matt. Talking all things horror films. Oh, yeah. Then, of course, our other uh, podcasting uh, ventures, you know, it's fake, right? Every Monday with me and a special guest. Uh, no Holds Barred with Bill Benis. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I know, obviously, you and Bill are not seeing eye to eye, but I guess No Holds Barred will continue. Yeah, I am uh, contractually obliged uh, thanks to you and uh, thanks to him. So I, I have to be a part of it. And um, I do believe there is going to be a new episode dropping Next week or the week after, I don't, I, I don't even know anymore. I'm people, just... people love to hear you and Bill Benus. It'll be great. And then, of course, uh, the TV toy cast. Me and Travis Fowler talking the classic toy lines, which is always a lot of fun. Yeah, 
Uh, all of Bane's music, you can find that on Spotify or Apple, wherever you get your tunes, including the new song, The Freaks. Yeah, and occasionally you can hear a new song on TikTok, because that's what I do now. Yeah, I've seen some of your, your little freestyles. That's always <laughs> kind of fun. Just, yeah, I, I had a couple of people like keep tagging me and stuff, and a couple of people say they, they really enjoy that. So I was like, yeah, I'll just stick with that, I guess. Kind of fun stuff, you yeah. know, different. Little, little quick little, little half verses. I, yeah. I dig it. Fun stuff. You, if you want to support us, check out our Patreon.com forward slash BBPH. You get the weekly energy shot, PHPW Adrenaline um, videos, all kinds of stuff. I guess the Adrenaline will be going away. Yeah, I've so actually... We, we need to think of something new there. Well, I've actually thought about doing something in lieu of that. Um, I thought about kind of stealing your gimmick from Super Nintendo a little bit. Uh, you know, I got, I got Xbox Game Pass. I thought about just doing like little 30-minute videos of me playing a game. You know what I mean? I thought, I thought about doing... Uh, something similar i was actually wanting to do kind of like what i did with uh back to the nintendo but actually mm-hmm. see me playing the game i just yeah. don't know how to i was even trying to see if i could point my ipad at the screen and record it that way wasn't able to we get gotta, that angle we gotta get you a laptop brother i know <laughs> i i'm just i'm like i don't really ever feel like i need to use one but yeah. i guess i guess it would make sense to have it yeah because i mean because then it, it you could get the gimmick that i've got and you know you could be able to do that type of stuff too. Yeah, because that because I I I utilize that to do the adrenaline and the pay per views stuff too. So yeah, it, it comes in handy. You know, yeah, oh, for sure. Having a laptop for sure. That eh, may be something down the road, but I mean, I uh, I've done some unboxing videos and things yep. like that. I may do that from time to time. I thought about uh, doing like some action figure reviews. Might mm-hmm. be kind of a fun idea. I'm always trying to think of new uh, new videos. Oh, so yeah. that might be uh, might be something I do for the patrons. Absolutely. Um, so if there's videos you'd like to see videos, I know we already do the energy shot, so I, I kind of want to change it up where it's not all podcasts. So maybe some videos, I, I feel like sometimes with content, like, you know, the energy shots with 25, 30 minutes, yeah. I feel like sometimes a two to three minute video is a little bit better. Just a thought. I don't know. Everyone's different. So just let us know if there's something you'd like to see on there. Absolutely. Uh, outsiders beard co you got a beard, get you some beard balm over on outsiders beard, uh, beard co great stuff. Yeah. Great stuff. Um, so I won't, I won't keep keep going on too long about this, but I just uh, got the got the lumberjack. I believe fall is coming to a close soon. Winter's about to officially kick off. I think in a couple of weeks. So get those fall scents while you can. Lumberjack and s'mores because they will be going away, and the winter scents will be coming at you very very soon. Absolutely. And then of course, uh, all of our t-shirts are over at ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash Brian Breaker, BBPH.RedBubble.com, WhatAManeuver.net, search by store for Breaker and Bane's Power Hour, Bane, TB Toycast, Fully Posable, Doing the Favor, PPW Podcast, Ringside Rant, Tales from the Estate, all of those great places have some t-shirts. So get you some shirts. That's the cool thing about WhatAManeuver is you can kind of you can do order a couple of shirts. You can order a shirt from us, a shirt from uh, Tales from the Estate, Fully Posable, Doing the Favor, all in one order if you so choose. And I think you should. Absolutely. You, you should. absolutely should. So, yeah, check all that out. Thank you guys for checking out Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. I'm Brian Breaker. I'm Bane. We'll see you guys in seven days. Peace easy. Yeah. One more time. <laughs> Yeah.
It ain't over till I say it's over So lock the cage up cause this is a takeover The wait's over If this the final time we meet Then you'll be on your back at my feet Then I'll tip the cage over as a hangover I'm super fly so I can splash off the top And I can shut down the shop Like Randy Savage, I'm the cream of the crop And I'm always gonna rise to the top People's champ like the rock I do not give a fuck so let that shit drop Man, I'm so over Double pistols What'd you think? It's good. It was really good. Pretty good. That son of a bitch, Eric Barker. You son of a bitch. Can't dig it. Nailed it. Nailed it. Perfect. Put, put it on the internet.